Hey everybody, I'm Eric and this is Today I Watched 2018 Week 50 Part 3 and this has been quite a week so far. Um, so normally Part 3 of the week I would talk about NXT UK in addition to the other um, WWE shows this week. But um, I went to a lot of shows um outside of wwe um three las vegas shows and then um i also saw instant family so i want to talk about all of those and so i i I could have stayed up really late and watched the two episodes of nxt uk this week but i'm going to save those for when i get back home i'll have a marathon of four episodes of NXT UK. It'll be so much fun. The tag team championship being announced and all that kind of stuff. So stay tuned for all of that next week. For now, I want to talk about uh, first all the shows that I saw in person. Um, I saw three shows in Las Vegas after uh, SmackDown this week. Um, not like that night. Um, on uh, the the following three nights, first I saw a Tape Face at the Tape Face Theater, or at the Tape the House of Tape. That's what it's called um, at Haraz, and um, I've been looking forward to this show so so much from the moment I found out that the show was there in Las Vegas, which was in July, um, when I was also here for um, some wrestling action. Um, I was like, I, I gotta get back here and see, see this show in person. Cause, um, uh, a lot of people, most people who know about him, um, I think saw him, um, or clips of him from America's Got Talent. Um, and I didn't even know that he was on that show. Um, I saw his, uh, UK special, which is, I think maybe only was like 35, 40 minutes. But I loved it, and um, I, was, I, I was really happy that I got to see it in person because it is really fun. But I was mostly, I, I was pretty stressed out. Like, I, if, if I was, if I wasn't there alone, because I was there alone, I was stressed out about being asked to participate in something. Um, because that doesn't seem like much fun, like, it's just all these strangers that are seeing me doing something stupid um as opposed to someone that i know or multiple people that i know seeing me do something stupid that that's more fun i think so i was glad that that didn't occur that uh i was not singled out to do anything at all really there was participation from everybody doing stuff but um as far as like having silly stuff happen. So I, I recommend it. I think they do two shows per night. Um, maybe not every night, but it's about an hour and a half. I think pretty much that's the standard. Um, actually, this, this show is only an hour, a little bit, a little bit over an hour. Um, but it seems like all the, the Cirque du Soleil shows, I think, are an hour and a half. Oh, I meant to turn off that for right now. 
Okay. Uh, I need to remember to turn that back on so it doesn't get super hot in here. Um, so, yeah, Tape Face. Great. I recommend it. Um, it's at Haraz, which is um, uh, Haraz and Link, the Link. I stayed at Haraz before, and it was, it was, it was pretty okay. Uh, the Link I like more. Uh, I think it might be newer. It, it seemed newer. But they're right next to each other. Um, and I recommend The Link over Haraz. And these are the only two, like, these are the only two hotels I've stayed at um, on this trip so far. Um, here's the thing about hotel, some hotels that I like, and it makes a lot of sense, is instead of having little bottles of stuff, um, not, not like whiskey and stuff, but um, little bottles of shampoo and conditioner, soap. Um, instead, I've been to a few hotels now that have um, uh, like dispensers in the shower on the wall. And I like that a lot. Uh, like Pilot and Loves, I, now I'm comparing hotel rooms to, to, to truck stops. But um, the showers there, they, they do the same thing. They don't have the selection of three things. They just have general soap. But um, that, that were, I, I, liked the, I, I liked that idea once I start, started using those every so often. Um, and to have them in hotels, I think it makes, a, it makes a lot of sense as far as it's all those little bottles. So wasteful. And do you actually use all of it from the bottle before you throw it away as well so not just wasteful of the actual little um of the actual plastic bottle but wasteful of what's in the bottle as well um because there's unless you are really thorough with it nobody's being thorough with it you're not going to use 100 percent of it nor do you necessarily need to use 100 percent of it whereas you have the dispenser on the wall squirt squirt Need a little bit more, another squirt, and there you go. Um, I, I I like I like the idea, and hopefully it catches on uh, with more hotels. I think it makes a ton of sense, but maybe is disappointing to those who like to to pad their their soaps with these uh, travel bottles. Um, but hey, I, I mean. Okay, I'm not condoning this, but theoretically, bring your own bottle, fill it up right there in the hotel room. You get way more than you get with just one little bottle. You get those, uh, get a travel set. And you have a, you have a three ounce container that you could fill all the way up right there in your hotel room. Good to go for the next couple of trips. Um. I don't know if I was doing like an accent there or something. It was weird. Uh, then, at the Bellagio. Oh, there's a cool thing at New York. I, I'm about to get to New York, New York. But they um, have a gigantic Knights jersey draped over the um, Statue of Liberty there. I thought that was kind of fun. Um, over at the Bellagio, I saw O. And it was super cool. I liked it a lot. Um, my seat was against the wall, 
So I was, it was like the fourth row. So that aspect of the seat was really cool. But being so far over, I missed some of the stuff when the curtain was first drawn. Because um, they were obscured by the curtain where they were standing. Um, and then the, the set is deep beyond the, the frame of the uh, theater. Um, and so being right against the wall, I couldn't see um, what was going deep back there. But that's okay because it wasn't like the action stuff that was going on. It was more of like the detail, like character type stuff. Um, background details because it was in the back. Um, all of the actual stunts and everything um, and routines were out out front where everybody could see. So it wasn't that big of a deal, but um, being able to see all of those details, there's lots of like silhouette drama stuff going on. That would have been cool to see. So I'll have to go see this one again sometime. But um, I'll probably get like a cheap seat in the way back because I realized that both of these Cirque du Soleil shows that even the bad seats you can see a lot you can maybe even see more if you have quote-unquote bad seats um because then you don't have to move your head as much you get bad seats you don't have to move your head as much that's the that's the pitch for selling the cheap seats um so yeah, oh, I, I recommend that. It was it was super cool. Um this is the one that takes place that that it's there's this huge pool and it changes throughout the show. There's like platforms that rise up and down and all of that, which is super cool. But um there's all kinds of diving, um synchronized swimming type stuff, and there's like a there's some fire stuff. And yeah, it's it's super cool. Um, oh yeah, then there's this one, like pendulum. It's like parallel bars, but in the shape of a ship. And there's a bunch of people, and they're just up there swinging the whole time, and then they're also doing like trapeze type stuff. Really cool. Um, and then the 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 the, the, the third show I saw was Zumanity. Um, and this is the central side of Cirque du Soleil or whatever the tagline is. Um, it is an adult show. So there's, uh, nudity, um, raunchy comedy. Um, uh, it's, it's a very sexy show. And, um, yeah, I thought, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I, I, I would see it again, probably. Again, getting uh, cheap seats that time. Um, I splurged and got pretty good seats for both, aside from the obstructive view I was talking about. But this one, I was, um, the stage, this stage is all out there. Um, it's kind of almost in the round. It's all at, on a stage that's um, surrounded by the audience on all three sides, on three of the four sides. Um, and there's not a whole lot going out uh um not out um deep into the stage there's not a whole lot of action like there people come out from there and stuff but um it's all in the central like right in the middle of the theater where all the action takes place um a cool thing i wasn't expecting was that there was a steel cage match 
in this show. Um, a couple of guys fighting in the steel cage, and then it, it evolves from there. Those that, that was a fun, fun part of the show. The one thing that I thought was kind of weird, and um, maybe this has changed about the show over time, because it's on the poster they said they're, they're hot new acts and stuff like that, but um, I thought it was really weird. I, I thought it was a, a weird choice for the show to basically end with crowd work so there's crowd interaction throughout the show um but the the end the the show ended after they did the whole curtain call thing at the very end uh, which is to be expected but before that it was like five to ten minutes of just straight straight up crowd work and i thought that was kind of a weird choice um but other than that it was it was really funny um the acts were really cool uh there is a um there's uh two ladies in a like a like a semi-circle not a semi-circle like a glass bowl basically is filled with water and they're doing all kinds of um contortion stuff um as well as a little bit of like gym gymnastic type stuff in there um that was really cool and then um there's a gal who does does uh hula hoops i enjoyed that um and then there was a guy who did basically like a silks type routine but it was with a chain and that was pretty crazy i like that a lot um so yeah a good mix a really good mix of everything say just like the last 20 minutes were more more about the they weren't really about the spectacle or like talent and skill i guess it was more about like getting people riled up to go back to their hotel rooms i guess um also kind of an awkward show to see uh alone um but luckily there are two guys to my right as opposed to being surrounded on both sides by couples so that helped a little bit with the awkwardness um but yeah i I, i'd recommend this if it looks interesting to you at all um and it's not it's not my first choice to see again but um it would be cool to see again at some point right now well there's only the two Cirque du Soleil shows that i've seen now in las vegas um so yeah those were the shows i saw in person um i also saw the movie instant family which i thought was super cute um pretty funny um it says rose Byrne and mark Wahlberg, and they decide to uh adopt a kid which ends up being three kids and the, the whole journey of that situation go watch the trailer and you'll know what the, the movie is about um i i, I enjoyed it Can't remember, is there anything specific i don't know mark Wahlberg can it can be very funny and roseburn is is also very funny um there's a, a lot of comedians in there like tom segura is in there um Tig Notaro 
um, uh, Eliza Schlesinger. She is uh, one of the adopting parents. Um, who else? Oh, and then Joan Cusack. All right, this is kind of, it's a spoiler, but she's in there, like, just all of a sudden. And then um, that's, that's it. It's like, it, it, it's, it's a pretty big cameo, I'd say. Pretty significant. She, she kind of steals, steals the scenes that she's in. I'm going to be honest there. Maybe, maybe it did a disservice to the show. But anyway, I, re I recommend Instant Family. It's pretty good. Um, let's talk about NXT episode 482. Um, uh, I already talked about main event because, uh, on part one of this week since it was filmed at the show I was at. Um, speaking of filming at the shows I'm at, I, um, as I'm recording this, I'm recording this the morning of TLC, so I'll have an episode about that. But also, I will be at Raw in Sacramento and SmackDown in um, Fresno? Yes, Fresno. Um, from what I understand, well, I, I do I know this much for sure, that next Monday and Tuesday is Christmas Eve and Christmas. And so, this uh, Monday and Tuesday... From what I understand, they are recording, in addition to the live broadcast for this week, they're recording Raw and SmackDown ahead of time for next week. So, I'm getting a double dose of Raw and SmackDown. And as such, I probably will, will only talk about the live broadcasts on this week's episode. And then I'll um, talk about... The pre-recorded stuff next week when it actually airs. I think that's the probably the best way to go about it. Maybe. Um, but uh, so I'm not talking about all. The, just it's just spoilers all all over the place. It might be kind of tough to talk about it without talking about the future stuff. But anyway, um, I wonder how that's going to work for the main event. They just. They can just do a clip show for that, I would think. I would hope. Um, I'm interested to see how that affects 205 Live. If they'll record two episodes of that, or if they'll take a week off, do a, a best of episode for that, maybe. So, uh, NXT episode 482. Um, Undisputed Era comes out talking about how everything in NXT revolves around them, and that in 2019, all of them will be draped in gold. Um, Fish then fights EC3. EC3 wins via roll-up, then the Undisputed Era attacks. Heavy Machinery joins in. Um, they're, they're, they're working. Do they work out in jeans? I don't think so. They were just hanging out in jeans. No shirts, just jeans. Uh, so they run out. Actually, I don't remember if they took off their shirts when they were in that or something. But I just remember that they were wearing jeans. Just jeans. And shoes. Probably shoes. Um, so Heavy Machinery, they've got to get this uh, tag team championship match going sometime soon. I think. 
uh, Dakota Kai, the Kingslayer, and Eo want to fight the uh, half of the horsemen, um, Marina and uh, Jasmine, and they will next week. Uh, Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch fight the Mighty, and Oni and Danny win. Now, after this episode, uh, news broke that uh, that Nick Miller has been released from WWE and as it turns out it sounds like um he asked uh he asked for that um because he recently had a kid back a, a brand new a brand new human entered his family um back in Australia so I was as bummed when I first heard the news but then the clarification uh, that came uh the next day or however long it took um to get more info about that i was like oh, okay that that makes sense it's it's still a bummer but it's good that it's for a good reason not for um any number of bad reasons it could be um so uh what does this mean for shane thorn north american championship match in phoenix please maybe i i would be super excited for that um so we have a steel the steel cage match between johnny gargano and alistair black will occur next week um let's see lacey evans also qualified for the um fatal four-way that will happen in two weeks um so it's lacey evans and bianca belair and then we had a match between mia yim and reina gonzalez um, to get the third spot which i assume next week we'll have the match to get the fourth spot um but mia Wim mia yim won via eat defeat um so who will that fourth spot go to um i don't know if they've announced who that um uh who is in that match that final matchup to to qualify um but should be it should be a pretty interesting fatal four-way no matter who's in that fourth spot i think at this point bianca belair is gonna get it they wouldn't get rid of the undefeated streak like this would they or maybe that makes the most sense that she would finally be defeated she could still claim she's undefeated one-on-one -on -one. Um, and then our main event, Ricochet had a surprise challenger for the North American Championship, Tyler Breeze. Oh, this was so much fun. Oh, Tyler Breeze is good. So good. And Ricochet, of course, is so good. Um, I, I wasn't, I, I did know about it before actually watching it because I watched it a couple days later. Um, but uh, even if I had not known, I wouldn't have been that surprised because I got to see Tyler Breeze challenge for this very championship um, back before Ricochet won it. Um, he challenged Adam Cole for it twice on the uh, Southwest Tour um, back in July. And those were some, some of my favorite matches from that tour. Um, so yeah, this I, I recommend checking out this match. Absolutely, Ricochet retained the championship. So spoilers right there. But um, 
uh yeah it was, it was great to see tyler breeze just just go it was not not doing any fashion police silliness just getting in there and fighting for a championship it was it was great um and that brings us to the last thing i talk about uh i was at the wwe live event in oakland last night um uh, some sort of previews of what's to come tonight on t- TLC. Um, let's see. The main one being the triple threat for the Tag Team Championship. We had the Bar versus the New Day versus the Usos. Um, Cesaro sn- sn- snuck in and got a roll-up to win this match. So they are still champions going to TLC. Um, but yeah, this, this match was so much fun. And it's the only match that I didn't like take pictures of anything that was going on. Actually, I didn't take pictures of the next thing that happened. But um, yeah, it was a great way to start the match. Uh, the one thing, as far as I could tell, maybe they were letting people in before this. But it seemed to me that they only opened the doors like a minute or so after I got there. And that was at about... 717 and the first match happened at 730 so there was like people just getting into the into the place um hadn't had time to to get their food and stuff yet um a lot of people were probably still in line to do that um well into this match probably after this match as well but um it's kind of kind of rough this was at the oracle arena and this might be um in in my bot at some point i gotta put together a list of my favorite arenas around the country this one would be near the bottom it's not very nice which is kind of surprising um seeing as it's the home of the golden state warriors um i mean huge successful basketball team and their arena is not very good also parking is ridiculous holy crap i paid i got the cheapest ticket available for this show and there's like half the cost not including service fees um the ticket cost half as much as parking one card does it's ridiculous 40 dollars for parking that's crazy it's crazy it makes sense for a Warriors game, but for for a WWE house show, you're still going to charge that same amount. That's insane. Oh, what was I going to do? I would have like missed if I had gone to park somewhere else and tried to get back there. I would have missed a couple of matches probably. Um. Anyway, uh, Jeff Hardy was attacked by joe then he reminded us to drink responsibly um then the iconics versus naomi and lana naomi won by pinning peyton and i guess um now i saw the referee throw up the x i was like what what's going on the match is still continuing i'm not sure um but from my vantage point i couldn't see what was going on and i guess billy k had gotten hurt um so hopefully she's okay um the match ended pretty shortly after that. It didn't seem like it was rushed or anything, but um, 
uh it didn't go, go on for so long that there was a lot of like aftermath while the match was happening then we had r-truth with carmella um come up to fight shelton benjamin and shelton was very mean to oakland very very mean um but r-truth uh kills shelton benjamin quickly after shelton finally agrees to have a match he was originally not going to have one he was just dressed in his warm-up gear and he's like you guys don't deserve a match but truth kills him in like a second and then almas and vega come out and challenge the two truth and carmella saying the only reason you're in the finals because we weren't in the mixed match challenge and uh so they fight that was really fun this is probably my favorite like five ten minutes of the whole night um carmella won via code of silence and then to celebrate they found a kid in the front row brought him in and then they uh had a dance break and it was it was great um then we had a triple threat uh for the united states championship rusev versus nakamura versus orton um during orton's entrance he had the the spotlights coming in from four directions and so the the one that he was closest to he stood with his back to it and was just looking down at the ground at his his shadow and flexing i'm flexing right now for some reason <laughs> and um that that was my maybe second favorite thing of the night was randy orton admiring his own shadow and they gave like the spotlight guy a, a, a nice thumbs up um but uh this match great ending but an rko to rusev followed by kinshasa to randy and then shinsuke pinned rusev to get the win so it kept all three of them looking great i thought because rusev was hit with his unbelievable the undefeatable rko and then randy wasn't beaten he was just taken out of action for a second that uh nakamura could get the win it was good it was good uh jeff comes back out and he calls out joe and uh they have a match um jeff isn't completely taken out from by joe earlier he was recovered enough to get the win so that was exciting um it was at this point i thought a great idea for a pre-taped episode of smackdown for christmas would be samoa joe reading christmas stories for two hours it would be it would be fantastic then we had the club gallows and anderson versus the clones primo and epico um uh the club won via magic killer um then we had oscar versus charlotte's this match was very similar and i'm kind of glad that it was similar to last week's episode because that means nothing is like spoiled at all about what's going to happen at tlc um that will be like completely different stuff than what happened in this match um because it is pretty much the same as their match on tuesday except instead of charlotte attacking oscar with the uh kendo stick to end the match via disqualification um becky came out and attacked both of them she attacked charlotte first so i think technically charlotte won the match via disqualification um but she attacked both of them so it's not like she was um favoring one over the other 
very much um afterwards becky stood tall and she left and then charlotte helped oscar up and they were friendly with each other so how about that but this is after it's all confusing it's all confusing because charlotte was like telling people to shut up and stuff before the match so maybe they're friend it's cheer for whoever the three you want i keep knocking around this i have this pouch for my microphone i f did finally get this microphone to work with my ipad i'm happy about that i don't know why i didn't think of this earlier i just restarted my ipad and that did the trick there you go just turn it off and on again why why didn't i do that i was only thinking of the microphone in that regard and not the ipad itself okay then we had aj styles versus the miz in the main event so no daniel bryan at all but that's okay i understand he's coming all the way to oakland's is such a drain of resources it's bad for the planet but the hotel sounds happen around all around um yeah this match was fun you could probably find clips of what he's been doing recently um in his matches against the miz that uh get basically getting dressed up as the miz as the miz is removing his robe and his headband and all of that aj puts them on very fun um aj won the match via phenomenal forearm and um yeah the match overall just just a lot a lot of fun and I am looking forward to see AJ versus Daniel later tonight. I hope, I hope AJ wins. I'm wearing my AJ shirt today. As I have for every pay-per-view match that AJ uh, has been in. For every pay-per-view that AJ has been on, I have worn my AJ Styles shirt. And so far... He, has, he had retained his championship every time I did that because he lost the championship at SmackDown, um, which I was not there with my shirt on for, with my AJ shirt on, shirt on for. So we'll see if the magic works, if AJ is able to win back his WWE championship. But if he doesn't, I won't be too sad about it. Because we're also there's it's going to be a great match, and so is uh, the triple threat for the SmackDown Women's Championship. So is the triple threat for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, and uh, and then the rest of the show. Who cares? Um, oh, uh, there's going to be some fun stuff. It's going to be it's going to be a good show. It's it's going to be a good one. So that's it for week 50 no the the next episode will technically also be part of week 50 um that's it for week 50 part three let me know what you thought about nxt this week and if you've seen instant family or gone to see O's humanity or tape face what you thought about all of those if not go check them out sometime and let me know after you see them what you think uh, by tweeting me at TIW Podcast, go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe to iTunes, write a review on iTunes, and support the show even more at patreon.com slash todayiwatched. Thanks for tuning in. 
and I'll be back with week 50 part 4 tables ladders chairs bye <laughs>